welcome back to Ducks on the Podcast, episode six. This is episode six. We're on our way. We have a special guest today, Jake Weber. Yeah, Jake Weber is here finally. Son, got him. took long enough. Yeah. Son of Earl Weber, brother of <laughs> Sam, <laughs> of House Weber. He bore five children. Then his sons bore ten more. <laughs> they lived to nine hundred. <laughs> And then they were sent to the land of Nod. <laughs> you guys are fucking dorks. <laughs> Bible dorks. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, um, took a minute. Kept, kept getting sick in September, but uh, here I am. Yeah. You were sick in September. I was uh, very sick. What, mono? I, yeah. That's right, I had mono too in uh, August. Or July. From all that smooch I made people remember. Oh. We were... They gave each other mono. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they say you get it like... Can transmit it like two weeks, two months after. You can transmit it like the rest of your life. That's why I got it from my girlfriend, whose name I will not say. Oh, okay. Podcast. Everyone watching will know. Every, okay. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, what about our German audience? Our German audience. Yes, yes. Have another Deutsche. Deutsche. Just start speaking German for yeah. our German listeners. Um. Yeah. My Deutsch is not so good. Mine is fucked up. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, Galileo. Yeah. He was not German. Richard Dawkins. Frederick <laughs> Nietzsche. Nietzsche was German. Yeah. Yes. Um, Speaking of Nietzsche, I got a book by Nietzsche. <laughs> um, it's called Beyond Good and Evil. I opened it up thinking that I'd be able to understand what it oh, had to say. Oh, boy. <laughs> and dude, it, it did not. I did not understand. People so, wrote very differently back in the day, man. Especially him, man. Yeah. He's, saying, he's saying words like... Uh, like uh, free mortem and, uh, yeah. and and like these crazy words that Jordan Peterson would say, <laughs> but like, but like, dude, I put it back on my shelf. I'm like, all right, but I bought two books, so now I'm reading this book called Devils by Dostoevsky. You ever heard of it? Uh, no, but Dostoevsky. I've heard of Dostoevsky. Yes. Incredible. He's on. He's like on par with with Nietzsche, but you can understand him a lot better. Um, he uh, <laughs> Devils is about is about how the foundations of Marxism and what that looks like. Like just oh, people. this is the guy who wrote Gulag Archipelago, right? Yeah, no, that's uh, Solzhenitsyn. Oh, oh, wrong Russian. Am I? Oh my god, I I got that mixed up too. Yeah, they're both similar, I, I guess. But both Russians who don't like communism. Was that both Russians who don't like communism? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, who likes communism? The fucking naive SJWs holding fucking uh, hammer and sickle flags. Okay, but when you read, up. if you read Karl Marx. Have you I, read Karl Marx? I, I was at Barnes & Noble the oh, other no. day, okay. and I opened up uh, the works of Karl, Karl Marx. Right. Okay. He didn't write that. Or was it just like a mixture of their copy poem? Probably, yeah. Probably just a yeah. mixture of his works. Kind of yeah, it was just a bunch of, yeah, it was just a whole compilation. But if you read, if you read how he's explaining it, he explains it in the way that it's meant to work. You know what I'm saying? And it sounds... You know, very shallowly, it sounds... That's the thing, yeah, very shallowly. He had a very right. simplistic worldview. Right, and... Um, yes. Yeah. Theories have not come to fruition. Like, we are oppressed, and they are oppressing us, so let's take over the government. Right. And make everyone at the same standard. It's like, well, I mean, if, if you're saying, if what you're saying is true, and they, and he's, he made it, like, the perfect, like, idea of utopia, then that means that nobody has been able to even get fucking close. I mean... Sure, but that's based on the premise of the biggest plot, the biggest hole in his planet. Well, maybe not the biggest, but one of the biggest is, is the, he didn't even mention hierarchies, or like, or I'm sorry, he didn't. I don't know if he didn't mention it because I didn't read what he had, 
Well, there's the not any Marxism thing. anyway. What's that? There's no there's, hierarchy. Yeah, there's not meant to be. I mean, yeah, there's, there's no hierarchy. There's not meant to be government, and then and then all the people that are. Stop doing that. All right. So you have the hierarchy, and then you have which is the government, and then you have the people that are down here. It's like two spots, right? Or am I wrong? No, I mean that, well, that's. I mean that's. I guess there's more to it than that. Um, like, are you talking about like a capitalist society or a communist? Just society? like a, a communist. Well, Marxist. the idea. Well, I mean, the theory of communism is that there's no difference between the people and the government, and there's no like ruling class. Of any well, kind. then that means that's. That, I guess uh, that's kind of like anarcho-communism, but the, that's what I think Marxism. Okay, so then, so then it seems like that the Soviet Russia that not, did not happen. Right not in Soviet happen. in Soviet Anarcho Russia, communism did not right happen. exactly. Well, I mean, they, it wasn't they had a ruling class. They had a ruling class. They did, and they yeah. just replaced the imperial family of Russia and like the boyars with the communist ruling party, right. the Bolsheviks. It was it was communism. And I don't know the difference, but it was communism and not Marxism, right? Because because um well communism is based on Marxism. Well yeah, it, it, but what I what I always hear is if if you if you were a farmer. During that time in Russia, and uh, you know all the the people, they the government, they come in and take all the food, and it's like if there's any scraps left over, and you want to feed your kids and your family with that with those scraps, um, that's you know that's punishable by death. You have I to think, give that to the government. I think you're referencing the Holodomor a little bit. What's is, that? That was the uh, the famine in Ukraine where the Soviet government deliberately starved millions of people in Ukraine because Stalin didn't love Ukrainians and. This is why you're this, here. This yeah. is exactly why uh, yeah. I wanted Jake so, on. Yeah. <laughs> um, shit, man. The Soviet central government deliberately starved Ukraine and exported a ton of grain. Because Ukraine um, is known as like the breadbasket of Europe or of Russia. They grew a lot of grain there. And they exported it rather than feed their own people. And it was, it was a lot of things. Ten million ish Ukrainians died. That's why Ukraine today, to this day, still hate the Russians. Like, from a burning passion. Jesus Christ. I can look up exact like statistics. It's buried, you know, because there's really no way of knowing. I've always seen that in pop culture, where where like 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 if you call a Ukrainian a Russian, they're not friends. Yeah, no, I never I, understood it till now. My my Russian friend, he he says Ukrainians are kind of like fake Russians, <laughs> but you know, the conflict between them is very interesting. Yeah, um, they're you know still fighting this day. I uh, yeah right to an extent, but um I but um. I think it, the statistics vary on how many people died because a lot of people moved, and then the Soviet government was covering it up. So there's really there was no like official tracking of how many people died. And Western, a lot of Western media was also covering it up. Like a, I think it was a famous Washington Post or New York Times writer who was in Russia, and he was covering it up because he had a lot of communist sympathies. And um, there's a movie about this actually. I can't remember what it was called. It came out in the last couple of years. But I want to check that movie out. Yeah. Yeah, brutal, brutal part of early Soviet Union. It's interesting how we often reference Nazis and atrocities committed by the Nazis, but I feel like there's a lot more to say about Soviets just hit it better. Right, atrocities. Didn't, didn't Mao hit it even harder? Well, Mao killed, I think, a hundred million people or something like and that. And he tried crazy. to erase history with his Red Guard, didn't he? And they did successfully erase history. I mean, what? In a lot of ways. I mean, the Tiananmen Square incident is not. Like, nobody in China knows about that, unless you were alive at the time. And you were, oh, wow. Basically, unless you were there. Like, an internet search in China will show no results whatsoever for that. They completely, like, whitewashed it. Holy shit. Do you remember, do you remember the, the video of uh, this ambassador from China who was asked about the Tiananmen Square thing? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, he's like, what? What did you say? 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Recently. I'm sorry. I didn't even hear what you said. And they kept saying Tiananmen Square, and he's like, "What?" He was just pretending, like he was just like avoiding it. Yeah, like, pretending that you can't hear him, even though the it. person was li- as close to you. That is so him. desperate. That, that's such a, a desperate ploy, right there. It is. <laughs> well, I mean, if people believe enough, well, people, if, if enough people believe something, I mean, there's like tankies reality. in America also deny that it happened. <clears throat> tankies? Ah, oh, those are like Western communists. Oh, I like, thought like tank operators. So like, what? The, the term the term <laughs> comes from the um. The crushing of the, I think the Polish or the Hungarian uh, uprising in the 50s, where the Soviets rolled in a bunch of tanks and just like slaughtered the protesters. Yeah, man. So people who did, like defended that were they were usually like communists in Britain. That's where it came from, I think, Britain. But they they were termed tankies. That's why it's important to talk about this because uh, is you know as many times it, I've read certain things about the Nazis and uh, Stalin. And it's made me, it's actually made me cry how horrible it is. Like there was there's one uh, book I'm not gonna talk about the thing, but there's a specific book. It's called Mouse, M A U S. I've heard, read that book. It's a good one, man. It, you gotta read it. It's a, it's the comic book where the the, the it's Jewish about Polish. yeah yeah the Jews are portrayed as mice and um, yes yeah and there was there's a really fucking uh, like horrific illustration. It's like a it's like a comic. It's like a, right like a it's a real like story. I think it's based off of this guy. Yeah, it's like a it's graphic guy. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he was a soldier in the Polish army and all that mm-hmm. during the invasion. Um, it's fucked up, man. But I mean, I do you think the Nazis were worse than the Soviets? Obviously, because they were. I always hear that uh, the, the Soviets were much worse. The Soviets killed more people, but the Nazis, if they had like a war planned on like mass genocide, people. So like, I right. can't remember what that's called. It was. Um, no, there was like an actual term for that's like, horrible. Yeah, so was the fi- if that was the final solution. That was the Lebensraum thing. So they would clear yeah. out. They would clear out Ukraine and like Belarus and Russia for German troops to get by murdering all of the people there. I'm glad we're talking about this because this this needs to be remembered. Like it's Jordan Peterson always says we need to remember this, not not be, not because you know it's history, not just because of that, but because like. We cannot let this happen again. Things like this happen. Mm-hmm. And and uh, this might be a, a stretch, but I don't believe it is. Nietzsche, uh, when he said God is dead, you guys know that phrase? Okay. So before that, everyone attributed like most things to, to God's will, right? So after that, after he said God is dead, um, he, he didn't he didn't he didn't proclaim it in some like prideful like kind of way, like oh God is dead. Now we're free thinkers. Um, even though it's good that we're free thinkers now, um, there are negatives to that, and pretty fucking bad ones. One, we're going to be nihilistic, a lot more nihilistic, saying, what is the meaning of the world? Um, there is no meaning at all. So, more people are committing suicide, um, I think. Um, there's there's more genocide, because people are, are like school shootings, the, the Nazis. Um, I'll get to school shootings in a second, but, but people are... Are more prone to kill each other because, like, they're, they're not showing that restraint that they once had with religion and Christianity. Well, I think as religion has faded and like social structures where we have like a sense of being faded in this country, that it's like it's obvious correlation between that. And they might be grounded in religion too, so yeah. social structures. And that's, there's an obvious like correlation there. Not correlation, obviously, isn't causation, but it's obviously a possible explanation for why suicide, murder. 
mass shootings have gone up. Mm-hmm. I just looked it up. The uh, point I was referencing was called Generaal Plan Ost, which means General Plan East. And it was, I'll read the exact wording that they have on Wikipedia. General Plan East was the Nazi German government's plan for gen- the genocide and ethnic cleansing on a vast scale and colonization of Central and Eastern Europe by Germany. Um, the plan was the the plan was attempted during the war, resulting indirectly and directly in the deaths of millions by shooting, starvation, disease, extermination, and genocide. But its full implementation was not considered practical during the war, so they were waiting until they won the war. It would be a lot worse. Yeah, you don't know how close they were. They were never. I don't. You don't I personally they... believe the Germans could have never won the Second World War. Really? I don't know. Well, you think the US got involved? Was, uh, even before that. Do you think really? Once they declared war on the Soviet Union, they were done. Well, yes, but that's that's <laughs> what I was. Yeah, gonna yeah, say. I've heard you talk about this. Before, yeah. before the sec, they opened a second front. I. Do you think in the if they oh had solidified God. with taking over France and and most of Western Europe besides the Isles, that if they had like stayed there for a while and been secure and convinced, especially England, that you know they were they were appeased. I don't but, think that would have worked personally. Go on, I'm sorry. But do you think, well, I guess so, in any event, they, I guess there's no way to tell for sure. But. Yeah, so my main issue with that is, like, the Nazis explicitly, like, in Mein Kampf, Hitler talks about the need to, like, go east and crush the Judeo Bolshevik menace of the Soviet Union. So that was, like, always the Nazis' main Right, yeah. To kill was... the Soviet Union. And I don't think you can change, like, maybe if the Nazis weren't the Nazis, you could say that, that they were be, could be content with France, but, like, the whole ideology of going, of Nazism is, like, they were, wanted to exterminate Jews and Slavs and stuff. And that's, Total world domination. Right, right. And the Soviet Union is full, was full of Jewish people and Slavs and lesser races as the Nazis called them. So, I, yeah, I don't think it could have happened. And, I mean, once they entered the war against the Soviet Union, yeah, all over, all over uh, culture, you're uh, like, like um, every single soldier was, was afraid to question or criticize their leaders or system because they'd be sent to the Russian front immediately. Yeah, that is also a thing. Um, now that we're kind of on like Nazi war crimes and stuff, there's a interesting book called Ordinary Men. Yes. yes. Oh yes. my God. Of course. I've been meaning to read that one. So, um, I, you guys probably know the basic premise. Right. Oh, shit. I will. Uh, Say it for the podcast. So this is a book about like a police unit from Hamburg, Germany. Isn't it fucked up that we were both just like, yes, yeah, you guys, yes, know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so this is a book about a, a military police unit from Hamburg, and like it's kind of like, from my understanding, I haven't read it. From my understanding, it kind of goes into like their everyday lives at the beginning and like contextualizes all these men as like obviously normal German men, mm-hmm. and then it details they committed a number of war crimes and. Poland, Eastern Poland, and I think Russia and Belarus. And um, it kind of says how they were able to do this, like how they were able to like sickly justify this themselves. So some of them would refuse to do it and would just like desert for a day. They'd disappear for the day so they wouldn't have to do these things. They were kind of allowed to do that. Others would stay there, and their justification was that they can't leave their brothers behind to do this on their own. Hmm. And then during, like, when they would have people against the wall and, like, execute them, um, some of them would deliberately target the children, and their justification for that, in their minds, because they talked about this all the war, they interviewed a lot of these guys, their justification for that was that these children would not be able to survive without their parents, and we're killing their parents right now, so I'm limiting the suffering of this child by giving it a quick death here. So, 
it obviously it's a very dark book that's truly evil um yeah the, the, in but, the house it was like on the level of that yeah um, and i mean it just kind of shows like the psychology of war crimes and murder mm-hmm. mass on like a mass scale because i the highest percentage of vote that the nazis ever got in germany i think was 33 percent, and that was in april of 1933 or november of 1933 and later that year they had another election where they only won 31 percent. that was the last election germany had are you talking are you talking about now like recently no I oh okay so wow and then the wow. the, the, um, the right Those 33%. Oh, yeah. But, and the U.S. Hey, but one thing is, Palpatine took power because of a war. But Hitler took power before a war. Yeah, but Palpatine was, was uh, ar- the architect of that war before it even started. Yeah. He's yeah. the architect of both sides. He was kind of, yeah, making it all. Yeah. yeah. Every, both sides were his, were his, uh, his pawns. My whole point with the, like, only, they only ever won 33% of the vote. That was the highest I ever got. I'd say not all of those people who even voted for them necessarily subscribed to, like, the right. extermination of all Jews and lesser races. So if you take away, let's say, 8%. You didn't read any of that. A lot of people just got a cut, caught up in the hype of the Nazi party. And a lot oh, of people were boy. driven, a lot of people yeah. were driven far right and far left in Germany because the, the center right, center left parties weren't being able to, like, fix problems in Germany. Like, the Germans had an awful economy. Oh, uh, they were at the right place at the worst right. time. So, like, the Zentrum Party right. and the Social Democrats weren't able to solve the issues in Germany. Zentrum was, like, center-right, socially like center-left. So, people were driven to the Communist Party and the Nazis. Gotta stop that. Okay. <laughs> <to> the <court>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'd say probably not a high percentage of Germans really subscribe to the idea that we should be murdering millions of people and declaring a war on everybody. But the entire nation, nonetheless, was brought to war. But it's not like the Nazi party advertised to their own people. This is what we're going to do. This is exactly what we're going to do. We're going to kill exactly. why would everybody. That's also true. Why, why, why would anybody do that? No, no. but they're going to say, we are going to rise up. We are going to be the, the best. We're going to be the we'll most. bring Germany back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the most fruitful people on the because planet Earth. I do personally believe that the French were overly harsh on the Germans after World War One. Um, yeah. And that did lead to some issues that led Treated to the rise of the Nazis. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it would have been prevented. I think World War II still would have happened. Even if Nazi or Hitler wasn't born, I think somebody would have taken their place. Like, well, like Himmler. Or no, Himmler was maybe not there. even someone we've ever heard of. Like, hmm. maybe it would have been another random man. The butterfly effect. Right. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. All right, here's a proposition for you guys. Connor, you can, you can answer this one, too. Um, if you had the opportunity to go back in time, we've talked about this. Yeah, you have talked about this. I had a lot of opinions when you guys were talking about this. <laughs> you had the opportunity to go back in time and uh, kill Hitler as a baby, or or just like avert, you know, what happened. You don't have to kill him; just just avert. Uh, how would you do it, and what would you do? That's like a two-part question. Um, I would not go back in time and kill Hitler, and I think what you would, should do instead is take him away from the, like, how he grew up. Because that had a great impact on him. At yeah, a, yeah, but you got to be the guy to do that. Right. So at a young age, his younger brother died. Um, and he apparently 
before that, he was a pretty normal kid, and he was like, you know, like had good grades, stuff like that. Reportedly, after his younger brother died, he got really dark, and he started becoming more extreme, and he started failing in school. Nihilistic. Yeah. So he kind of it kind of led him down down a dark path, and then his father was very abusive, physically and um, stuff, and he was actually kind of product of incest, so there's that's somewhat an issue. His mom and dad were his mom and dad were cousins. First cousins? First cousins. Wow. So that's that was a lot more normal back then than it is today, but like it's still probably wasn't great for him. Yeah. They didn't really know back then that that was kinda bad. <laughs> Just like cigarettes. Yeah, right. So well, yeah, Hitler was them. against smoking. He he did. Did. Yeah yeah see he this is this is why this is why the unnamed person calls you a Nazi sympathizer. Nazi sympathizer, yeah. Yeah. So he well, um was also vegetarian. But then he went back on it and he's like he's like, Well actually I don't you couldn't smoke in his presence. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, like he wouldn't like shoot you, but like it was probably like, they, you. they were like known like don't smoke in his presence, like among generals yeah. or German generals, staff and stuff. And then he you was, forget history, you forget how to prevent it. Yeah. To, to you, uh, you accusers out there, all right. Or, so if I would change the events that like did, it's very easy to say yes to that question. I mean, obviously that would be great. Six or eleven million people can be exterminated, and hundred million people can be killed in a major global conflict. But you also do have to think about like the effects that would have on our modern world, or what we did. Mm-hmm. Which I would, so we have no way of knowing that. I think I would still prevent, you know, the Holocaust and stuff. But there's obviously a lot more to think about than Holocaust or no Holocaust, and then the world is the same. You know. Yeah. Probably on a whim here, but I, I'd say that uh, we probably wouldn't be the old giants that we are now. Yeah, I mean, maybe not. I and mean, I think Germany would be probably a stronger player than it even is today. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, economically, it would have recovered eventually without the Nazis. Mm-hmm. The Nazis also ran a faulty economy, but that's another issue. Um, you guys don't know much about that. Yeah, I, I have a lot of opinions. I, I want to read Ordinary Men. I want to read uh, The Gulag Archipelago. I also want Devils is, is basically... The Gulag Archipelago, but it's like philosophical fiction yeah. in the middle of that. But, um, just started actually. But, but yeah, Andrew, what would you do? Well, um, based off the, uh, simple premises that there's no way of knowing what will come out of your actions in the future, uh, based, based off one thing. I mean, it's simple to say, like, oh, well, if you killed Hitler as a baby, then none of that would have happened. None of World War II, none of any of that would have happened ever. Yeah, like Jake said, it probably would have. It would have, yeah. But, you know, yeah, it could have, it, for sure. But, I mean, it could have been a lot worse. You, you know, know what, what the hell started World War One? Was it, like, some, like, you know, crazy dictator or something? No. It, 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 was the, the, it was the killing of uh, yeah, yeah, that, Franz Ferdinand, yes, Archduke yes. of Austria-Hungary. There was all these alliances. Was, I don't yeah. understand mm-hmm. it. So, so like, like, how important was that event? So, okay. Um, Pretty important. All right. What's Serbia, right, was a, a small country in southern Europe, as it is today. Okay. In, I think, the early 1900s, uh, Austria-Hungary ad- annexed Bosnia into its empire. And there were a lot of Serbians living in Bosnia. And a lot of, there was, like, this dream in Serbia and Bosnia of, like, a unification between the two countries because there were a lot of ethnic Serbs there. Mm-hmm. They could be like a super Serbia. And that kind of eventually happened with Yugoslavia. That was like a Serbian dominated state that was very unstable. Um, so that angered 
a lot of Serbians, and there was a group called the Black Hand. I've heard of that. Yeah, so yeah. they were the group that assassinated Franz Ferdinand. They had, I think, tried to do it a number of times before. But ironically, Franz Ferdinand was probably the most pro-Serbian uh, member of the Austrian royal court. He was like very trying to outreach to them, trying to like, like give them more rights. And he was going to be king. After. Well, what the hell was the point? Well, they were kind of short-sighted. Oh. Uh... So they murdered him. Um, the it's assassination. Like, it's like if uh, Mikovsky were in charge of like, doing that. Right. It was a. It was the assassination. <laughs> it's such a dumb mistake. <laughs> the assassination was also. I mean, it, it's doubtful he would have been like given them independence, which is what they wanted. But like, but some people say the German party. Well, well some people, some members of Germany, had a say in influencing. I have not heard that theory. Because once the assassination happened, the because of the way that. The yeah, Allies were all set up. Right. Germany was now, uh, <laughs> and because of the war that broke out, Germany was now obligated to help and conquest. I don't necessarily subscribe to that because um, he doesn't subscribe to it. So Kaiser Wilhelm. <laughs> there's a, I have a couple reasons. So Kaiser Wilhelm was the governor of Germany. He was like desperate in August is when it really heated up. It was called the July Crisis, when all these countries... So, okay, let me start back to where I was, at, um, at the Black Hand. So, the cert- the assassination was actually pretty botched. They tried to shoot him um, in, like, a street, and didn't work. Wasn't he in the carriage? They threw a bomb, or they threw a bomb. So, there was, it was like a train of cars. Like okay. It was a bunch of... They threw a bombs at his car as it drove by, and they actually hit a car next to it. <laughs> that didn't go well. So, they, they drove away. They left the city within Sarajevo, which is in modern-day Bosnia. So they left the city, and then Franz Ferdinand decided to go back to the city and visit the wounded officers from the car that got bombed, which was a fateful mistake. Yeah. So they're like, "Hey, we got him. You know, our mistake is is paying off." Guys. Not only did was it a fateful mistake, but his driver took a wrong turn, and they got, because when they tried to reverse the car to go back, the car stalled, and where they stalled, they stalled in front of this cafe. Just who happened to be in that cafe was one of the assassins. And he walked out, and he was like, what the f-? There's Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> he whipped out his gun, shot his wife first, and then shot Franz Ferdinand. Oh, and Christ. His, fir- his last words, um, I think her name was Sophia. Franz Ferdinand's last words was, um, no, don't die. Live for the children. His wife, who was already dead, which is very tragic. That's like something you'd hear in like Casablanca. Yeah, it's very wow. It's a very tragic. That's that's like it's tragic. Them. It's so dramatic. It's like it wow. really is. Yeah. So don't die. Live for the kids. Yeah. It's like <laughs> you must live for the children or something along those lines. Very dramatic. Yeah. It's yeah. Very tragic. Um, she was already gone by that point, but he didn't know. He was bleeding out. Um, and he died a couple minutes later. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, uh, Austria was understandably very pissed about this um, because that was the heir to their front and they thought Serbia had something to do with it so they gave uh, Serbia a list of probably ridiculous things like Serbia must allow Austrian troops in the country at all times to like police the country which like (laughs) Serbia is not gonna yeah basically (laughs) so Serbia is like no we're not doing that but Serbia actually argued in good faith it was like a list of 30 demands, and they accepted like 26 of them and then sent it back. Like, can we please negotiate this? And Austria was like, no. Wow. They declared war. 
Uh, prior to that, what though, were the four that they didn't want to agree it, with? It was that one of that one was one of them. It's like the the policing. Yeah, you can't police our country for us. And then there were a couple other like I think Austria would like dictate Serbian foreign policy decisions and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's reasonable. It was unreasonable demands. <laughs> <laughs> so Serbia still tried to prevent this, and it didn't work. But prior to that, all countries started kind of like mobilizing their forces, and France and Russia were allied. Russia was allied with Serbia, and so was France. Because Russia saw itself as the protector of Slavs. They still kind of do. Um, so, Russia... So that's where they started kind of, like, forming right. into allies. They already had, like, these signed alliances, but, um, it was, uh, it was at the... It was called the Entente and the Central Power. It's the Central Powers were the Germans and the Austrians, the Ottomans, who didn't... I recognize that word. And then Is that the, a French word, the Entente? Entente. It means, um, like, truce, truce. I think. And then the Entente was France, Russia, and a country of um, Belgium and Serbia. So um, Austria said they were going to go to war with Russia. Russia said we'll go to war with you. Germany put its full support behind Austria. French wanted to take back Alsace-Lorraine from the Germans, so they took an opportunity to any opportunity to go to war with them. So they honored their alliance with the Russians. And then the British and the French kind of had like a pseudo alliance, but the British at first weren't going to get involved. They only did because the Germans invaded Belgium, which was a critical mistake. Because if they hadn't done that, they probably would have won the war. The Germans were very close to winning World War One, dude. I think they were within a couple like days of like movement. They could have taken Paris. And they probably after taking Paris, they would have won the war. Dude, I, I gotta say, man, I, I'm, I'm when I go back and cut this, I'm gonna be watching this and I'm gonna be like, holy shit, I am learning so much. And then. Like, like I, I've always been wanting to get interested in World War One and World War Two, even, hmm. and especially World War Two. But like, like this, this is the fucking, this is where I get, you know, kicked off the cliff <laughs> into that. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I sure. diving I, right into it. Same. I definitely started into World War Two, like when I was younger, and now I'm like super into World War One history because I, I kind of like the Victorian era of like colonization and everything like that. Yes, but yeah, I find, where, I find where it tables wore wore pants. Right, I find it God interesting. Damn. I find it interesting, you know, and like. Well, it is. I didn't didn't Freud or not Freud. Uh, what's his name? Guy who did natural selection. He he grew up. Oh, Darwin. Yeah, Darwin. He grew up in that time. Sexually repressed. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that part. <laughs> well, that's what sexual repression is. He is. Or well, like, well, I mean, obviously he was. He was raised in that time. I oh, okay. Where right. you know, piano legs, like women covered up their ankles and yeah, things like that. Yeah, I, the, I don't know a lot about Darwin, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like. What mid mid eighteen uh nineteen hundreds late eighteen hundreds yeah early nineteen hundreds or like mid to late eighteen hundreds. Well, didn't didn't the the Beagle go on a voyage in the eighteen twenties? The what? The Beagle, the U.S. the the uh oh his yeah HMS Beagle yeah HMS Beagle. I think it was like yeah late eighteen hundreds. What's an H M S? That was his ship. Oh shit! I think yeah the famous the HMS Beagle. Yeah, and it went all around the world in a few years. Huh. And. Stop things like yeah. Galapagos. HMS HMS is like British ships. I think it means His Majesty's ship, like her, uh, her Majesty's ship. Well, either and yeah, then either USS, way. I think, is United States ship. <laughs> that's I so think, lame. I think it is. <laughs> I think that's what it is. But the British probably think that His Majesty's ship. Her Majesty's ship. Yes. Yes. Her Majesty's ship. So yeah. Um, and then World War One started. The, the British and Germans also had like some arguments before the war because the Germans were trying to build up this massive navy with the British Navy. The British didn't feel comfortable with that because the British, that was their thing. They had the big navy nobody could contend with, but the Germans were building up. Like the Romans. Right. Well, the British always had a huge navy. The, the Royal Navy. Yeah. And the Germans were building up the Kriegsmarine, or 
No, it wasn't combat before, though. That was World War II. I can't remember. <laughs> what do you mean? That just means the war. The war marine. Or, like, the war. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's like Blitzkrieg, almost. That wasn't... Was it actually Blitzkrieg? It's Italian. It's not? The English made that up. The Germans, oh. the Germans called it the Vehiculumskrieg, which means war of movement. Oh, um, war of movement. Shoot, what was the... The Hochseeflotte. Alright, that's what it was. <laughs> which means the high seas fleet. Have you been to Germany, dude? I have not. I've you not been to Europe. Uh, how fluent are you in German? I'm okay. I could survive. I'd probably get better by living there. Yeah. But, I mean, they all speak English. Yeah, they speak very good English. Yeah, so I've heard. They do. Um, for the most, I think most Germans speak English. I guess, like, the actual majority. Oh, right. They all learn it in school. Hmm. Um, well, do you think that had to do with uh, the, the airlift in Berlin? Well, we also, no, I don't think A lot so of Americans, yeah. I think it's more because the world economy is, we have the biggest world economy, so it's bad. Yeah, I mean, German, German and English are they're somewhat of, similar. It's yeah. easier for, well, what? how are they similar? I mean, well, we have a lot of roots. Um, yeah. Like, the, have you heard of the Anglo-Saxons? Yes. So, they were like these Germans who moved to England like, a long time ago. I actually don't know oh, about don't. this. I might be talking about it. But, oh, I, 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 think I, you're I was just right thinking of Americans yeah. and Germans. But right. So, we're Anglo-Saxons, kind of, if you're of English descent. But, um, that's why I always hear that. I, whenever I read fucking books like this, it's like, Anglo. It's like what the hell is an Anglo-Saxon? So, yeah, Saxony <laughs> is like a part of Germany. And a lot of, I think a lot of those people moved to England a mm. long, I think like a long time. There was a lot of shit that yeah. we learned in elementary school history and like high school history, where like words like Anglo-Saxons. Right. It's like, what? It's like, that, who even uses that term? What the fuck is that? Well, like Anglo like at the time, you know, yeah. come from like Anglia, like in England, like Anglia. Anglia. And then Saxon is uh, an area of England that they had divided as well, like in the Middle Ages. Like, if you think of like 1000 AD, where kingdoms of Fires from Norman right? Yeah, and pro- uh. England was kind of divided, and uh, you had they different had a lot of like Vikings. So yeah, kingdoms, like, kingdoms, and, and Danes yeah. to the north, and and they were invading and all that, and so all these different like kingdoms were called like you know there was Saxon, there were um, there was the Welsh and Wales, and there was uh, yes, and then like Mercia, and there was yeah. Um, so a lot of English people are also part Nordic, right? Huh. And that. Vikings. Yeah. Because um, they would kill the men and rape the women a lot of yeah. the time. But yeah, we, sometimes, you know, they talked about that with Genghis Khan and how fucked up that is. The Mongols and the Vikings very are very interesting. They are. And Vengis, I Genghis Khan, about. I think, is related to. What, what is it? 20%? It's like 10% of Mongolia. Crazy. Yeah, like yeah. he is related. He, he has that many descendants. That's what I wanted to get into. <laughs> he that has like 10 so million living. Crazy. We were, we were talking about how. Remember, we were talking at work. Uh, do you want to talk about this? No, I don't I'm know going. what you're trying to reference. All right. Yeah. So we were talking at work. Um, we were talking about how crazy testosterone can affect the male, the male mind, the male yeah. body, and it's like, like, like all these men are, are fucking slashing uh, necks with swords and shit, and then right after. They go, they go and rape all the women, and it's like... Well, first they feed, they feed, right? They take they their eat. food, they eat, and then they fuck all their women. It's a very, like... Don't say fuck, because it's not you consensual. You said fuck. You I, said fuck. I said rape. Well, no, you said fuck a while ago. Okay, okay, okay well, I made a mistake. Well, okay. I'm sorry. We're, we're, we're getting, have, we're getting caught have, up in semantics I'm here. sorry, have yes, some we are. sexual intercourse so, with forced, forced sexual Yeah, intercourse. so that's like a very monkey brain thing, like... <sighs> yes. Kill, <laughs> eat. Well, they were, they were, uh, nomads. The right. Mongols were nomadic. Yeah, so 0.5% of the male population in the world is related to 
that's just male population. So, Sixteen million men are related to Genghis Khan. He and had a lot of rapes. Yes. And he also had a lot of like wives. When was that? Was that like twelve hundred eighty? Or was it? I wonder if that was worse than Stalin. We'll never know. We well, they, you know, I mean, the Mongol, the Mongol did some terrible things. Like, if a city wouldn't pay tribute, they'd be like, "All right, you're gonna either pay tribute or you're going to all die." And all die. They would kill the horses and take all the women and children. Like, they would literally slaughter the entire city and burn it down. Dude. As an example, to the like, they sacked Baghdad, which was the center of the Islamic world. Learn something really they killed everything. Didn't they drop the? Didn't they uh, destroy their water? Right. And they what? they slaughtered everyone in Baghdad. Part, partly why there's so many problems. Actually, I don't know if it's why. Why are we being getting in water? Like, there were a lot of, there was like underground nuclear radiation. In Baghdad? They did But, you know, I wish there were accounts like there were with the Nazis with ordinary men. I wish there were accounts of my going. I don't think they felt It was the way it was. Yeah, there really wasn't much of a globalism going on. No, there was no, like, different sense of morality, necessarily. That's just how they grew up. They were hunter and gatherers. It wasn't like the Nazis where they grew up during World War I. Sure. They just lived in, like, Western society. Yeah, you had authors of, like, people, like, traveling far away, like, more often uh, to to see, get accounts of themselves. And, dude, one of the most fucked up parts about the Nazis is it's the most evil fucking thing I've ever heard. Uh, in the sign in Auschwitz, you probably know this, it said, Lord shall set you free. Yeah. It, it's a very fucking dark joke from the Nazis. Fucking horrible. God damn. That's what I like to think about. It's like you work, or you're dead. That's it. Yeah. Because the ultimate freedom is death. And then parking out is just I can't remember. They, they usually had separate. Hey, uh, yeah. I told Jake about this movie. It's near, uh, it's a movie called Career Escape. Is that with, uh, Stephen Queen? Yes, yes. I haven't seen it. It's incredible. Um, the, it's, it's about Nazi POW camp, and, uh, did you find the, the statistic? That's not what I want. Um, so the, it's about a POW camp, and in the, the beginning of the movie, it, it's kind of, Nazis seem like they're kind of, like, laid back and... Like, like the, the beginning, the first three minutes has some, like, satire and the entire city immediately. And, and then I went and looked it up. I was like, there's no way they were treated like this. You know, camps were a little bit more relaxed. Yeah, no, I looked that up. Yeah, I, I wanted to get confirmation. It, they were pretty, POW camps were pretty relaxed, it seems like. Not for the Russians. Yeah, not for the Russians at all. Because because Stalin refused to sign the, the work part of the Geneva Convention. Well, and, you know, the, the Americans. They had a lot more respect for, like, the Americans. Close to Aryans, but the um, they did not like Yeah, or Southern. No. Yeah, you would love this movie. It's uh, I've heard it's a good movie. Like 1968. Yeah, it's a popular movie. I like movies. Too. Like, yeah. I like movies. Yeah, me too, man. I've been trying to get. I've been trying to go to the 40s and watch fucking John Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane is an interesting one. Casablanca, I think, is the best movie. Rose Rosebud. Oh, I've seen The Simpsons uh, do, do their version of it. It's fucking hilarious where, where Mr. Burns bruises his teddy bear and that's like the rosebud. Uh, I, I don't understand uh, what's going on in the movie really, but you know. 
will fucking hit that movie one day. Orson Welles. Yeah, Holy so much shit. to be said. How about we Seriously. talk about uh, uh, 21st century politics? Huh? Oh, okay. We were talking about uh, war <laughs> mongers and uh, war crimes. You know, <laughs> I mean, they, they pale in comparison to the Nazis and the yes. Russians and the Chinese. But uh, I think we should talk about the United States. Okay, so here's the, here's the major difference. Now, I obviously have sympathies here because I am in the Army. Yeah. Reserves. Andrew is... It's, uh, it's not real. It's the reserves, but... <laughs> um, it's you a naive little, fucking little real. So army boy. The the difference is we try and uh, convict our war criminals, even if they're like like I knew there was. We a don't s- try hard enough though. Well, okay, to an, to an extent though, because like some of these guys get thrown in prison for ticky tack shit. Yeah, but we're like, not getting any. Of the, we're not getting any of the fucking real. We're we're not getting, we didn't get Cheney. We didn't get Rumsfeld. We didn't get any of those oh, fuckers. Yes, but <laughs> oh, I love that fucking. Love I love Donald. that when I get mocked. I love me some Donald. I'm not mocking you. <laughs> I love me some Donald Rumsfeld. But, um, like, the, there was this, um, this seal, I think it was a seal, a couple years ago. He got thrown in prison because he took a picture of a POW that he had on the ground. Wait, who? What? A Navy, Navy seal? seal. Oh. Yeah. So he, like, took a picture of this with him in it with, like, his gun like this. Oh. Like, wow, all right, yeah. Like, well, do you, does he know? in the world there. Does he really need to go to prison for 15 years for that? No. Wow. I mean, it is, I think it is technically a war crime. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it is. But, like, like maybe a bit more of a slap in the wrist. Like, discharging from the Navy. You don't need to, like, protest it. And he got commuted to that shit, but that was, like, because Trump was like, Trump also pardoned some real war criminals that he shouldn't have. Um, like, yeah. Or, was he the, I can't remember. There were a couple. So there was like this LP. Was he a lieutenant? So there was like this lieutenant who um, ordered his men to like shoot at these, like bike these guys on bicycles, and they like were like, no, we're not doing that. We're doing Afghanistan, and um, then he took some pot shots at them. He didn't hit them. The captain. He was. A, I think he was a lieutenant. Time. He might have been a captain, but um, his men turned him in. And he went to prison for like months. And ended up I don't. Mm. I've heard of that. To look that up. I don't remember my opinion on him. So he was a SEAL. Well, I mean, that's Navy, but I'm pretty sure he was a SEAL. Christ. Hmm. So that's like a... He's a chief petty officer, so that's like a staff sergeant. I can't remember. We're not going to go deep on this topic. Cause like, like it, it, it's... For me, like, like this book is... Like, Crossing the Rubicon, it's on this, this whole idea of, like, American war crimes and, like, the, the oil, how we're driven, how our military is driven by oil, the neocons. I, I have to get my thoughts, like, on paper about it because it's so, there's so much fucking shit to talk about and it's, like, so many details. It's like, we'll save that for another time. Mm, yeah. No, I mean, it's... Right. So it's too deep. deep. I remember this. This is the guy who, like, stabbed the uh, ISIS, like, the OW yeah. Now we talk about Bush a little bit. The war criminal. <laughs> what war crimes did George Bush commit? Uh, okay. You're not going to believe any of it, but uh, 9 11. I don't believe that. Uh, well, I mean, 
that's that's a shame that you don't believe that. Why don't you believe it? Almost believe it's insane. People who were killed. I'm not saying you're trying to be dick, but I almost believe that whole conspiracy is someone insulting the people who are killed in the Philippines. Why do you think it's a shame that you don't believe it? I mean, you, you don't think I'm you starting don't, to you don't warm think up. that the U.S. is is immune to uh, the the idea that they can fucking kill their own people as a pretext to go to war. We can go to war for a couple of years after Iraq. Well, I mean, 9/11 was the pretext. Though. I mean, they they we were hit really right. fucking hard. But why it did was we tragic, take, Why did we take two years to go to Iraq? That was well, I mean, I mean, how are you going to convince people that there's weapons of mass destruction when, when nobody else believes that You could have done the WMD thing without blowing up the Twin Towers. Dude. You could have made that argument. And there okay, were, it maybe, wasn't that nobody maybe. else, because Mossad and um, MI6 also said the Iraqis had weapons of mass destruction. See, he knows his history, so, so it's like I, I'm, like, stumbling now. <laughs> <laughs> Mossad is the Israeli <laughs> security agency. Well, you're talking to somebody who doesn't agree with you. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I love, I love talking to you, man. Yeah, I don't necessary. No, I don't yeah. care that we disagree. I agree. I think it's good to talk with people you don't disagree or agree. Sometimes, with sometimes I'll be laying in bed. I'm like, God damn it, fucking, he doesn't fucking understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but also, I don't understand the history, so it's like we, we both got some fucking thinking to do. I mean, so the, the Iraqis did have like chemical weapons, but they didn't have. Nukes. You think the Iraqis had nukes? Okay. Oh, good, they, good, good. They, I think they had a program. Stop. They had a program, but it didn't go anywhere. So we definitely thought it was a lot more advanced, or we claimed to have thought it was a lot more advanced than it was. Um, I think they had a biological weapons program as well, but that didn't really go anywhere. There was nothing there, man. No, there wasn't really. They had. They were saying that, that there were that there were mobile labs. They did have chemical weapons. This is like. Because they used it on the freaking... Well, well, they had that in the, the 80s, in the, yeah, the, they the 90s. They used it that's on the, um, the Gulf War stuff. The Iranians they used it on, and then they also used it on the Kurds. Saddam was, was, was he using it on his own people, though, on as Kurds was saying? Kurds, yeah. The Kurds, the Kurds got gas. Okay. Um, well, I mean, the Kurds don't want to be his own people. Which, I mean, I think they do. Well, right. Yeah. But they were part of Iraq. They were Iraqi citizens, and they were being murdered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you say... when, when you, What are your thoughts on uh, how they... Tied uh, Saddam Hussein in Iraq with Al Qaeda in Afghanistan attacking, and so Saudi Arabia. I'm sorry, uh, attacking uh, the United States. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, well, so, so I also like, don't think the Saudis were actually. Well, I mean, you have the the Saudi Bin Laden group. I mean, look, I'm not. I know Bin Laden that. was That's personally a Saudi Arabian, but like, I don't see what possible interest like the Saudi royal family would have in turning on. States. Neither do I, but I'm interested in learning about it. You know, yeah. But, but like the, the chapter that I write on it, like the, this this book is like it's like uh, for me it's close to like it's not Nietzsche, but but I, I don't understand it. It's kind of that level where so, I don't understand it that well. You know? An idea I'm a lot more receptive to about 9/11 is we knew a lot more than we are letting on. Mm -hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean we let it happen. It could be like. It was a total drop ball on the intelligence. Like, they ignored this, and then this happened, and it would make a lot of people look really bad. Well, I'm glad this is brought up, because I have pages marked where we had opportunities to catch Bin Laden, Osama yeah. Bin Laden, but we chose not to. Well, Three, I, four times. Probably not. On September 11th, 
State Department were pumping up Osama bin Laden in the 90s because he was behind the um, the bombings in um, Syria. I don't think it's the, the uh, Marine the Marine um, Barrett bombings. I never worked with Well, according to the conspiracy, uh, okay, that just sounds fucking hippie, fucking bullshit. But, but according to the, the conspiracy, uh, the State Department was not in the loop. Like Colin Powell and his people were not in, in the loop at all for what was really going on. Like, yeah. So, well, yeah, what does the Bill Clinton thing sound hippie bullshit you said? Well, I mean, there's more to it. I, I mean, so it, he said he didn't drop the bomb because there were more civilians there. Oh right, yeah. So there was more to that. So um, dude, that's bullshit. All right, I, I'm opening the book. It, it was before. It was before the twin towers got hit, though. It was really early in the morning. Yeah, it but just, they, they it just happened to happen that. on the same day. But I'm not saying not, Bill Clinton did 9/11. I think it's just interesting. Yeah, they they are not they are not uh, <clears throat> resistant to, to hitting places where there's fucking civilians. Believe me. Yeah, um, but it would have killed like hundreds of civilians, and most people didn't know who Osama bin Laden was. It would not have been receptive well. But. Yeah. Okay. So so here here's one. This is from this is from the timeline by Paul Thompson, Spring 2000. 2000. Uh, sources knew, um, who knew who know Bin Laden later. Uh, what the fuck? Sources who know Bin Laden later claim that Bin Laden's mother has a second had a second meeting with her son in Afghanistan, and the trip was approved by the Saudi royal family. Saudi passed the message to him that they would they would crack down on his followers in Saudi Arabia, as long you know, Bin Laden, as as yeah. long as he set sights on targets outside the Desert Kingdom. In late '99, the Saudi government had told the CIA about the trip and um, and suggesting pla- suggested placing a homing beacon on their luggage, and this didn't happen. The Saudis later claimed that they weren't taken seriously, and the Americans claimed that they never received specific information on her travel plans. So this is why I, I am a lot more receptive to the idea that we dropped the ball. And, like, we didn't expect this guy to do anything, really. He kind of thought he was just some kook in the sand. And um, he made us look stupid. So they covered up a lot of shit that they knew about him to make it, and, like, made it look like it's complete. Okay. I don't think there was, like, U.S. involvement in 9-11 or that they let it happen. But I do believe That's that it's... That's the only difference between your right. and my viewpoint. I do believe that it's 100,000% possible that... The government knew a lot more than they're letting on because well, there were I mean, a lot of pages. pages in the, there were a lot of pages in the 9/11 report that they like. Um, yeah, that's what redacted. I and I think those pages are like the intelligence drop ball. There's a, a documentary. After, it was like 9/11 in New Pearl Harbor. Uh, they were talking about. I think it was the flight that that was propagated as the one that they, flight the 99. Flight, the um the revolt. The the one that was headed to the White House in Pennsylvania. Yeah, the Pen- the White House. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was that plane. I don't remember. Yeah, so that was. I think it was Flight 93. Okay, yeah, Flight 93. Um, th- there was. Uh, they were covering the calls. And, you know, cell phones. On, cell phones on the exactly, especially at that time. So, so there were calls on the plane in the official story. There's like 12 different people who, who made who made calls, and you don't hear background noise. You don't hear like the humming of the plane. You don't hear other people talking around. I think, around. I think it's possible that plane was shot. I, I think it's very possible. And I don't but, think that's not. But, but but I, I need to uh, to uh, yeah, to drive this home. So so there was one there was one talk or there was one phone call where this yeah, lady was she didn't even sound like, like distressed. Uh, yeah, she didn't sound distressed at all. You know of this one? I know what you're referencing. Okay, so so at the very end, um, she she does this little <laughs> whisper and then and then the, the phone it's like you hear this banging. Uh, she and then after slowing it down, they found that she said it's a frame. I'll just let that sink. Okay, but and that gave me fucking chills for like a good five minutes, dude. 
honestly, I think the thing I said now. And I well, don't yeah. think that's not justified being done. That's tragic as it is. There's no way you're going to stop someone from hitting someone. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's said that Cheney gave the order to shoot that down when, when uh, they would. That Bush would be was in right Florida. Call. Unfortunately, that would be the right call in that case. Yeah. I mean, otherwise I mean, hitting, it's going to possibly kill a lot more. I mean, hitting a field in Pennsylvania? Yeah, I mean, the one that... But but here's here's my there's theory. no collateral damage. Okay, okay, that makes sense to me. It does, but 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 <laughs> but the extent my extension of that theory or that idea is, um, you know, they hit the Pentagon. Okay, that that, that drives it home. They hit um the Twin Towers. That drives, especially since the Twin Towers were money losers for for New York. It was a major money America. losers. It was like a major symbol of America too. Like yeah, that was America's. But they were huge money losers. Right they, they were losing money. They were losing money in the billions. And it, and it it would have been a lot cheaper for them to build a new one, so it's like that was that was another reason why they did it. But but if they were to hit the White House, like, um, that's just that's like a fucking well, pinnacle of the country, man. It's it a like beautiful. The two tallest buildings in New York City. Yeah. So I mean, it's an easy target. You're not and they're they're old as fuck. Those built they they were old as fuck. Built in the sixties. The, the Twin Towers. Yes. That's yeah. not that old, honestly. The Empire no. State Building's old. Well, they're outdated. Right? I mean, they're outdated <laughs> financially and economically. Because they were they were three buildings, each tower is three buildings stacked on top of each other, mm. uh, basically, and um, and they use asbestos in it as like uh, insulation, and it's like asbestos. yeah, asbestos. Real? Yeah, they did. Uh, you should really watch that documentary if this is new, if this is surprise That's to like you. Poison. I'm gonna send you the documentary again, and you better watch it. <laughs> but uh, um, they, like they were using asbestos, and it's like you know you didn't know that they didn't know that asbestos was. It's like poison. Poison at the time, so to get all that out cost so much fucking money that no 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 contractor would want to do it. So it's like it's like, do we spend billions of money, billions of dollars to do it, or do we? Well, the government doesn't own the buildings. What well, I, I mean, the uh, what's the? It wasn't Silverstein at the time. It was the uh, uh, the Port Authority of New York. They owned it. Yeah. So so um so it, do do they do they uh, tear the buildings down or do they? Um, you know, you'd think somebody would have had a clean hand for that. Like somebody would have been like, "Yeah, we're gonna." Well, I mean, some people, I, I think, I don't know. I, I, dude, you, you think always, somebody high you always put these fucking moral things in my head, like <laughs> I know, but like the the problem with these conspiracy theories is that you're assuming everybody involved. So there would be a lot of hacks. There have to be a lot of people involved with this. You're assuming that all of them are just evil, evil human beings. Who well, why do you no think there's a lot of people involved in the Port Authority, though? Because there's a lot of people at the Port Authority. Well, I mean, I imagine they keep it on the down. They would keep it on the down though, yeah. There's probably like a select few. A select of them. few, and you'd think at least one. It's like not all everybody at the Port Authority is an evil person, and that's yeah. assuming that everybody in the leadership of the Port Authority is an evil person that would like do this. But but here's here's the thing though. <clears throat> um, port Authority. Or no, sucks, you know though. what? You know what? Uh, I mean, obviously the Port Authority may have had something to, may have had something to do with it, but Silverstein Properties <laughs> bought bought the the thing. I wish I wrote my notes down. Uh, they bought it within the year, I, I believe. They bought the, they leased it within the year. He le- leased the whole complex. Right. And, and after the attacks happened, Silverstein, this fucking monster-looking dude, he looks like he doesn't even look like he's human being. He looks like he's reptilian. He's still alive. I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. But uh, but um, after the buildings went down, he he argued in his in his suit. Uh, in his insurance suit, he's like, uh, okay, so there are two buildings, two planes, they attacked both buildings, so it's like, why don't we double the suit? So he doubled his money with his fucking talented he's just, lawyers. He's just a piece of shit. Yeah, evil fucker. 
That doesn't mean he was behind 9-11. Well, I mean, it doesn't mean he was behind 9-11, but, but it obviously means he took advantage of it. Mean, he definitely did. Yeah. Well, a lot of people took advantage of 9-11. Defense contractors make billions of dollars. Like, this was a boon for the economy. Well, yeah. I mean, we got to go to Iraq and Afghanistan we, we and took all this a, oil. We yeah, had a lot of fucking There's poppy. no oil in Afghanistan. Oh, is there really? There's, there's none. There's, there's a little positive. bit. There's a little bit. We built, but the little oil that they're extracting is from um, drills that we put there. And we gave it to the Afghans, like... Help your economy because your economy is a shithole. All right. Well, okay. Well, well, if that's true, then we obviously we definitely took their poppy. Also, they have electric electricity issues. But where the fuck do you think do you think our, our opioids are coming from? We still have plenty of opioids, even though we're pulled out of Afghanistan. We have opium here. We can grow our own opium. We can get it from India. We can get it from all over the freaking all over right. Asia. Yeah. Uh, we South used America. to we used to give. So I have a like an anecdote for this. We used to give fertilizer to poppy farmers in Afghanistan for them to like grow grain. And what they ended up doing a lot of the time is they would actually sell this fertilizer to the Taliban, and then the Taliban would make wheat, wheat beef, and get killed a lot of them. So wait, they were making it out of wheat? No, out of fertilizer. Oh, oh fer- okay, I'm sorry. That's what um, what's his name in Oklahoma City did too. God damn it, Dylan. Are you talking about yeah, the, the Oklahoma who... City bomber? Right. Oh, okay. Funnily enough, he um, was in the army, and that's where he learned this. He was a 12 Bravo, just like me. He was a combat engineer, and we do learn um, that fertilizer is a potent explosive. Hmm. So that's definitely where he learned that from. And uh, every, I think now I've heard that every 12 Bravo or combat engineer, I think for the Marines too, I don't know if you were, you're not in combat engineering. So you're all put on watch lists because those guys are crazy. Are you serious? It's not like, I don't think <laughs> that's, that's not crazy. recording, I think. What's that? I think that's not recording. Oh, oh no, I man. think just recently. Hey. Oh. I mean, we're still recording. The audio is more important. <laughs> audio still going. I Yo. have been looking at it periodically. I just noticed this for the first Thank time. God. We have like two minutes left. Oh, yeah. Well, we better wrap this up. Yeah. Um, we didn't get to talk about our pants in a while. Well, we're at 59 minutes. Oh, dude. It stopped 10 minutes ago. That's well, that's all right, dude. Speak about 9 is gone. Yeah, but well, we, we got, got the right audio. Here. Got oh, the... yeah, you're right, 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 yeah. Yeah. So we got the audio. Yeah. You can, like, cut it in the video if you want to post that on YouTube still. You just have yeah, clip. You won't have picture anymore. You, like, you can clip it. But, um, all right, we got less than a minute left. Let's, uh, I guess we got to wrap this up, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, interesting, uh... That was a fun talk. Interesting topics. We were bounce all over the place. You're a little bit of a conscientious objector. Yeah. Yeah? Uh, a little bit. Um, <laughs> Well, we started. We started, you know, like with uh, with like 1900s kind of like genocide, and then we got to, you know, the 20th century. We didn't jump too far. No, no. we didn't jump around a lot. We went from World War II, World War One. Okay, yeah, I guess World War One. Yeah, World War One. Yeah. Um, we definitely have a lot of fun there. World War One. Yeah. Maybe sometime I can come back. Definitely. That was fun. Good talk. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in once again. Goodbye.